Thanks for joining the Environmental Christian Podcast. For this month, we're going to think about being citizens of heaven. The scripture I will be reading is taken from Philippians. Now, Paul is writing to Christians in Philippi, a Roman colony. These Christians were Roman citizens and enjoyed the benefits of being Roman citizens. They would have felt comfortable traveling to Rome, and those from Rome would feel comfortable in Philippi. The scripture I'll be reading is from Philippians chapter 3, verse 17, through chapter 4, verse 1. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For, as I have often told you before, and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. Paul is telling the Christians in Philippi to remember their higher citizenship is to heaven, And this should affect the way they live. What does it mean to have your mind set on earthly things? I've been thinking about this question a lot. I began making a list of earthly things. Work, money, clothes, shoes, experiences, vacations. It hit me that being focused on earthly things is really just focusing on what I want. What will make me happy? What is your mind set on? Are you focused on yourself or even things you think your family wants? Are you focused on being liked, the boss, capable? Does having our minds set on earthly things keep our minds from being focused on God? If so, is set on earthly things just a phrase for sin? What does it mean to have your mindset on heavenly things? What should we focus on that is heavenly? This is a little harder, only because I don't believe God wants to give us a list of do's. Do this, do that. Being focused on a list of do's is not being focused on heavenly things, even if those do's are heavenly. To focus on heavenly things is to stay focused on God. You're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Yeah, that sounds easy. But come on, life. The good news? The world will bombard us with opportunities to practice. Yay, isn't that exciting? This world in which we live screams at us about the earthly things. It's overwhelming. And our brains are going to tell us we don't have time to read the Bible and contemplate what it says or take a walk and experience God in nature 
or sit in silence to listen to God's quiet voice. And to that, I say, we don't have the time not to do those things. Heather, you do not have the time to not make these a regular and sacred part of your day. Listener, you do not have the time to not make these a regular and sacred part of your day. When we focus on our relationship with God, the world will not stop screaming at us. It will not stop interrupting our God time. It might try harder. We will fail, but we will also succeed. And as we succeed, those heavenly things we experience will be so bright that no earthly thing will be able to vie for our attention. Since we're talking about brightness and heavenly things, it reminds me of the stars. When is the last time you looked up to enjoy the stars and the moon? With the invention of electricity, it's changed the way we live at night. Before electricity, people would use candles or go to bed early. People weren't out and about. In the winter, electricity allows us to stay up hours after the sun has gone down. We might have multiple lights on within the house. Roads are lined with lights. Parking lots have security lights. Cities are full of interior and exterior lights and advertising. Most of this light is not directed, meaning it shines all around where the light is and up into the sky. Directed lighting means it only shines light on the object you want. Light doesn't seem like it would be a problem, but think about what it disrupts. It disrupts the light-dark pattern, which affects our natural rhythms and health. It also affects the rhythms of wildlife and affects their health. Lights are useful to help us see human-made things, but they can prevent us from seeing the God-made. Genesis chapter 1 verses 14 through 18 says, And God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years, and let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. God gave us a beautiful night sky. I don't know about you, but when I spend time marveling at the night sky, I'm reminded of my smallness and the greatness of God. For just a second, in that remembrance, earthly things fade and I can focus on God. The band Coldplay has a song called Sky Full of Stars, and for me, it's a nice prayer as I look at the night sky. Here are some lyrics, and I won't sing for you. Because you're a sky, you're a sky full of stars. 
This line gives me an overwhelming feeling when I think about the vastness of our night sky and all of the stars. The next line says, I'm going to give you my heart. That's how I feel when I'm overwhelmed with the grace and awesomeness of God as I stare at God's stars. That's just the beginning of the song. Take a listen. Use it as a prayer. I don't think Coldplay will mind. And tonight, go look at the stars. If your night sky is blocked by human light, think about ways you can reduce the light. Does it mean redirecting, turning off, or using motion sensors? Even if this is blocking your view, this is your visual reminder of all the things that will pull your focus to earthly things. The light wants to prevent you from seeing the heavenly, but we won't let it. Hey, thanks for listening to The Environmental Christian. If you have a question or comment pertaining to the podcast or Christians in the environment, please send me an email at environmentalchristian at gmail.com or check out The Environmental Christian on Facebook. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace.